Hello, welcome back to Dream Space. Shocker, what is this? Another episode. Um, I'm really enjoying it, so I just thought that I'd record another little episode for you guys. This is episode two, I guess, of season two of Dream Space. Um, last week was it was a bit intense, you know. I'm I'm in a rut, and I feel like that really reflected in last week's episode. So for this week, I wanted to bring something a little more lighthearted to the ear um, and something just a little more fun. So this week, we're going to be talking about some current favorites I have. This is really, it feels like it's throwing it back to like 2014 YouTube when like Zoella would do her like monthly favorites. This is the energy that I'm currently channeling right now. Um... Yeah, so I, I have a list. I think it's like roughly, it's roughly 10 favorite, current favorites. Um, some are slightly older, but I, I'd say they're roughly current interests I have and things that I'm into. And, and yeah, let's get into it. The first favorite on the list is a movie. Are we surprised? Probably not. I love myself a good new movie and... I've noticed as I go down the list just now, like scanning with my eyes, a lot, there's a theme and the, and the theme is I start off not liking these things and then I end up obsessing with these things. So my first obsession, my first favorite is the Elvis movie and I don't, I think this movie might have come out this month or I'm making that up and it came out in July. It's directed by Baz... I'm going to say his last name wrong. It's like Ler- Lerman something, God, something like that. That's Baz. You'll you'll know other movies he's done. He's done um, Romeo, the, the iconic Romeo and Juliet we all watched in high school. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio. He did that film. He also did, um, oh, what is it? The Great Gatsby on Netflix, also with Leonardo DiCaprio. And then he also did an older film from, I think it's 2001 or 2002, and it's the Moulin Rouge film. Um, all three incredible movies, but like quite productions, if that makes sense. Like his movies are a show. They're glamorous, they're go big or go home sort of style movies. And so I kind of going into watching Elvis knew what knew what to expect, but it still really caught me off guard. I was a bit shocked and I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't really enjoying it. Like when I was about halfway through and I stood up and I said to my dad, well, I stood up because I wanted to go get a cup of tea, but I, I still, I stood up and said to my dad, I, I don't know if I can keep watching this. It was just so chaotic. Like, and maybe if you've seen the movie, you can like kind of understand what I'm talking about, but it was just like so much is happening. It's filmed and told almost like a superhero movie which I think is a cool concept if you like really start to like analyze the film a bit maybe Elvis in a way is kind of like a superhero so maybe that's what they were going for but it was just it was very like um like graphic novel-esque style if that makes sense like there's sketching like the way it was edited there was like sketching loud like sound effects and it felt like on the verge of like a Marvel movie. N- not at all like a Marvel movie, but I those were the vibes I was getting at the beginning. 
and so I wasn't I was enjoying it because I thought that like Austin Butler who plays Elvis did an incredible job but like I was enjoying the acting and I love movies that are about like real life people so I was you know hooked with the story and everything but I was just throwing me off this whole like it's not animation I don't know how to explain it but if you watch it this might make more sense so I recommend you go watch it but but um anyways it's a favorite for a reason so let's get on to that when the movie finished I I I easily get like hooked onto onto like true stories and when the movie finished for some reason I had the urge to do a whole bunch of research about the movie I and when I do that it means it means I like it if I if I spend the next like week watching every single video on YouTube there is of like behind the scenes and interviews of the actors and directors, it means I like it. And I did that for this movie. Like I just have gotten obsessed with watching every single interview Austin Butler is in, which by the way, I must say he's quite a fine looking man. But besides that, I think his story is so cool. And I was not a big fan of him when I was younger because he was obviously in is it Nickelodeon shows? Um, I'm not even too sure, but I never really watched him necessarily growing up, kind of completely forgot about him. And then when I saw that he was playing Elvis, I was like, this guy looks so familiar. And then you realize he's been in so much that you've probably watched as a kid. Anyways, I fell into a trap on YouTube of just watching all these behind the scenes videos of how it was made um Baz the director talking about his kind of thought process of the film and I've just absolutely fallen in love with the making of the movie and it's made me appreciate it so much more and I now want to watch it again because I think I get it now and you know how there's some films where it's like you have to go in completely blind I think for me or for myself for this movie I feel like I'll enjoy it even more the second time there's some movies I wish I could like watch again um what do people say like for the first time almost like you know enjoy it like I did the first time I saw it sort of thing but I think this movie I would enjoy so much more if I watched it again and I also really want to watch it like in the cinema because I watched this at home in the comfort of my living room it was very cozy it was lovely but I think this movie needs to be seen on a big screen I'm gonna be honest so if you are thinking about seeing Elvis if it's still in cinemas go check it out on big screen because I think it would just make it an incredible experience and it was it was just it's an insane movie um but yeah I wasn't I wasn't obsessed with it right off the bat but it's warmed on me it's warmed on warmed on me is that what people say it's warm I've grown to like it is what I'm trying to say and I'm now obsessed and that is my first favorite keeping on with the whole movie and tv media theme I am currently and have been for a while this isn't really a current favorite this has like been a favorite for like many years of my life but it's really just heightened in this moment of my life and it's the great british bake-off or the great british baking show it kind of has two names in my household and i couldn't actually tell you what its actual correct name is i call it the great british bake-off but i think it's called the great british baking show anyways you know what i mean that show if you've never heard of it I would actually be quite surprised. I think it's quite popular. I know Canada has their own version. I've never seen it, I'm going to be honest. But the British one is spectacular. 
it is so funny it is like the most comforting show ever I watch it every well it comes out every Sunday night um I try to watch it every Sunday night or I'll watch it like Monday or something but my mom and I will grab a cup of tea a sweet tree sit down and watch I think it's like roughly an hour long and it's the best hour of my whole entire week it is so entertaining like the banter the contestants I guess have it's just it's so nice because it's different than like those American cooking shows where it just feels so chaotic so competitive and everyone's like screaming and throwing pots and pans at each other like this is just like these ordinary people baking doing their best intent they help each other out there's obviously a competition but you it doesn't really feel like you're watching a competition and like yes someone leaves every week yes there's a winner every week but it's just like it's so wholesome and happy and it's just hilarious as well like I love it and it is my second current favorite like it's I'm saying this as if this is an order I should specify this is not in any order but it is the second one on my list and it came to my mind right away when I was trying to think about my current favorites the Great British Bake Off Great British Baking Show whatever you want to call it go find it I don't know what I watch it on I think I want to say ITV but that is probably not true it is just such a cozy show. It is a cozy show. It's a comfort show. I love it. Moving on to number three. Number three, it's a bit of it's a bit of a cheat, this one, because there's multiple. It's like the category's books. My favorite books. But I feel like I could make a whole podcast episode but talking about my favorite books. So I've just I've listed a few here. Um of some current favorite reads I've read recently and then some slightly older ones, but I wanna I want to talk about because they're a favorite and they've been a favorite for a while the book that i'm currently reading is called daisy jones and the six and it's by taylor jenkins reed i believe she wrote like malibu rising and then the book that got really popular on tiktok i think it's called the uh, seven is it the seven husbands of like evelyn hugo i could be making that name up but i think it's something like that and Daisy Jones and the Six is, um, yeah, by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and it's kind of one of those, like, TikTok-y booktube books that I think got really popular, and I, I got this book back in December for my birthday, and it's been sitting on my bookshelf, and it's one of the only books that I haven't read on my shelf, and I was, I finished finished my old book, which I'll talk about in a second, but I finished that book, and I thought, I need something else to read, but I don't want to buy any more books because I'm moving in like two weeks and I'm already going to struggle to pack the books that I have in my room I, I shouldn't be buying more here so I thought what is what is a book that I've yet to read uh, on my bookshelf and there was Daisy Jones and the Six and I was the reason why I haven't read it like it's been on my bookshelf since December and the reason why I haven't read it is um I just wasn't that interested in it and I enjoyed Malibu Rising because I have read the author like Malibu Rising which is by the same author and I didn't hate it but I didn't love it and so I wasn't really inclined to read another book by her but here I am and it's on a current favorite list. First I should briefly give a little description about the book. Um, it's about where do I start it's about a band and basically well, I guess what's key to note is the book format the way it's written is um and like interview style 
so the book is about a band and basically the whole book is written with each member of the band talking and kind of explaining like their side of um how the band was formed the writing process of the songs the lifestyle but it's just it's very captivating quite quickly because and maybe it's to do with the whole Elvis thing and I'm just obsessed with this whole kind of rock and roll like drugs sex a fashion kind of yeah that rock and roll lifestyle um I'm really hooked into right now and so this book maybe came at the right time but basically it's Daisy Jones who is this described as gorgeous um a singer I don't know like she's not a model but kind of that that girl that would walk down the street and everyone's heads you know turn that sort of girl and then there's so that's one storyline and then the other storyline is the six which is a name of the band and it's these two brothers that start this band and it's kind of following their journey and then I mean I don't think this really is a spoiler alert but obviously these two storylines um storylines like collide they come together um and the book just follows their journey I'm only halfway through so I haven't actually finished the book yet but I am loving it I think it's so good it's just it's such an easy read and I I think it's a great summertime read as well it's fun it's it feels like you're reading a true story which I love but it's not and I think the author did an amazing job at really just getting you hooked into this environment and the characters and like you're so attached to each member of the band and like I said a second ago it just it genuinely feels like you're reading a true story but because it's not a true story she can take it places that I think maybe a true story couldn't go if that makes sense but I'm I'm loving it so I highly recommend it. The next book that I'm really enjoying is is called Love is Letting Go of Fear. Now this is kind of like a self-help-esque book I mean I think that's what it would be categorized as in in a bookstore but I genuinely just picked it up because one of my like favorite youtubers named Damien Dominique he does a lot like travel content videos he's so fun I highly recommend checking out his videos if you want to watch someone kind of travel the world and he dives into like the different cultures of where he like is currently living um he's based in like Paris he's American anyways I guess he's a favorite but going back onto the book he recommended he recommended this book called love is letting go of fear and it's just such a fun way to read a book about kind of learning to accept yourself almost it's not it's such an easy read and I think that's why I like it because it just it doesn't feel heavy you don't walk away from reading it feeling like you're questioning your whole entire life it's just a really pleasant enjoyable read yet it does still ask questions that I think help you learn more about yourself if that makes sense it's kind of set up in the sense of there's like I think there's like 12 lessons um and so the book is divided into chapters and it's like lesson two, lesson one. And um, it's just like, it's so well done. And there's little sketches in it. It's just so cute. It's so fun. If you're looking for, I guess, some sort of like, yeah, like self-helpy kind of book, but nothing too intense, I highly recommend this. 
and that is yeah that's a current favorite read of mine a book that i just finished reading before i picked up daisy jones and the six completely different vibe it's called other people's clothes i cannot tell you the author hold on let me see if i can find it kala oh i'm gonna mess this up kala henkel kala henkel i think that's how you say her name oh i don't know i could be watching that the book is called other people's clothes and it is again sticking with the theme something that when i started reading i i I almost stopped reading it like i i just i wasn't enjoying it and i'll get into why in a second but again i'll give you a little quick brief rundown of the book um it's one that i i can't say too much because i feel like i could really easily spoil the story so I kind of to be honest recommend just searching it up on google and reading the little description that they write because it's it's pretty good um but the book is set in 2009 I want to say in Berlin but the story follows these two girls um from New York the two New Yorkers they're I want to say they're in their 20s they're art students and they both kind of decide they want to go to um Berlin to experience to go on an adventure, to experience life, they're artists, you know, as you do. And what what really did it for me at the beginning of the book and why I almost stopped reading was the one of the main characters, one of the girls, she is horrendous. I hated her. I still kind of hate her, to be honest. And maybe now that I've finished the book, you're meant to sort of hate her. But then maybe you're also meant to feel bad for her. I'm not sure. I'm kind of torn. But at the beginning of the book, I can definitely 100% hands down say that I was not a fan of her. She was just so insensitive to the world and to people. And anyways, it made it a really difficult book to read at the beginning because I was just like, I don't want to keep hearing this girl's opinion about things. Anyways, they rent their little like apartment from a woman named Beatrice. And Beatrice, she writes novels, but she writes... um not crime novels but like thrillers I guess and basically the girls kind of start feeling like they're being watched spoiler alert they are being watched and it kind of takes a twisted turn and they start throwing these parties and it's basically these like two girls in their 20s partying it up in Berlin kind of takes a creepy turn because their um, landlord's a bit odd it's anyways it's fascinating read and about halfway through it really takes off and it's gets so you just get so hooked but it's definitely a slow burner because the beginning portion god it was it was a bit challenging to get through I'm gonna be honest but then halfway through like I said it just it completely kind of twists and you just want to keep reading because I got really hooked into the development of this friendship of these two girls and I wanted to see where it was going to go and then I obviously I wanted to know what was going to at the end because it's a bit of a thriller which I don't tend to read thrillers but I really enjoyed it and I do recommend it but it definitely does take a second to like get into it the next book that I want to talk about that's a favorite is um it's an older favorite but it's always a current favorite if that makes sense like I'm always loving it but I haven't read them recently and it's the Sally Rooney books now if you know me you know that I love Sally Rooney and I've definitely talked about her before 
if not on this podcast on my other one idle conversations um i love her books and she's written normal people conversations with friends and a beautiful world where are you i think that's what her most recent one's called and i love them all i must say i think i don't know if i could say a favorite i think normal people always has a special place in my heart as it does for most people um because it's kind of the first well it's the first book I read of hers but it's also the a book that like got me into reading so I think um for that reason it's just always going to be a favorite but I just highly recommend them I think what makes them so such a nice read is the fact that they're just about ordinary people and they're the kind of books that when I read I feel like I could almost like look out my window look across the street or something and like it could be happening next door to me it could be happening across the street from me if that makes sense like it just feels so real and even though I personally can't necessarily connect to this whole storyline you can kind of connect to different character traits and different personalities um and characteristics of each characters which is really nice and obviously that just makes it more of a more of an interesting read when you can kind of see a bit of yourself in some of the characters um and it's just I mean those are the types of books that I like I know some people prefer the books that are like complete like fantasy and and that sort of thing but I love the books that just feel like I'm again reading something that's true almost and I think her stories also really kind of they kind of pick up what's happening now in in society and in life and 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 that's really cool I really enjoy it but I won't talk too much about Sally Rooney but I highly recommend checking out her books if you're looking for just a new read or to get yourself back into reading I think they're both really good and they also have shows connected to them so if you're someone that likes to read a book and then watch a show or watch a show read a book whatever order you like to do it in both normal people and conversations with friends now have like mini tv series connected to them which i haven't watched the one the conversations with friends i haven't watched the tv um like series of that but i've watched the normal people one multiple times and it is so good they do such a good job of um capturing the book and the novel and whenever like whenever someone asks me like should i read or watch it first I think you could honestly do it either way. I think what's interesting is the book goes a lot more into the inner dialogue of the characters and the what com- and compare that to the the show. The show's a lot more of um external. Like you don't you're it's not as um what am I trying to say here? Like you don't you're not inside their minds as much as you more just are watching when I feel like the book is really their inner dialogue and so I personally think it's really cool to read the book because you then you feels like you have more information um to then when you watch the show you're kind of sat there almost feeling like you know more than the characters if that makes sense um so if like Marianne is talking and Connell says something you feel like you kind of you're in Connell's mind or you're in Marianne's mind a bit I don't know I think I think they're a really nice pairing and it's something that I would recommend reading and watching both. Yeah. So those are my book favorites. Um, That was a big chunk. But let's move on to number four. Number four is kind of connecting to the book theme a bit and writing. 
um because my fourth favorite is it's writing I have kind of I go in waves and I talk about this on my other podcast a lot me and Mia we talk about this idea of how it can really feel like a blip when you feel passionate about something but I'm in a little blip right now where I'm, I'm just loving writing and I've got a new concept in my mind and I'm exploring it and it just feels really good to kind of get get back stuck into it and I'm not trying to put pressure on myself for it to go anywhere because a lot of my stories don't like the amount of stories I have that are all started but nowhere near to being finished it's crazy like I I can come up with the idea and I can start writing it and I to be honest I can come up with the ending but I just can't write the middle (laughs) that is that is the hard part but I am really enjoying it and it's a current favorite right now is just sitting and writing and especially since I'm not out of the house that much it's um it's a really nice escape from my own reality I mean that's why I started writing and that's why I love movies and and books and writing myself is because it's you know it's an escape from reality a bit but gone that gone a bit deep for a second but um (laughs) but I I'm really enjoying it and so it's, it's a current favorite and if you feel like writing maybe this is a sign that you should open up the word document on your computer or grab a piece of paper and pen and start writing a little something because it's fun it's nice I enjoy it number five is oh we're getting to food because why not number five is croissants now if you know me I I've, I've loved croissants for a while but for some reason I want to say this past summer it's just gone to a new level like they're they're probably my favorite food. I have a stuffed animal. I have a stuffy, like a jelly cat. That's a croissant. Bit mental, bit extreme, but I, I, I just love croissants, and it is a current favorite. And if you're in the Victoria area, maybe this is in Vancouver. I'm I'm not sure how local it is. I think it might just be Victoria, but Crust Bakery. Best croissants on the island. Best croissants in Canada, possibly. Best croissants in all of North America to be honest like they are so good and they're so big oh they're amazing I highly recommend a croissant from Crust Bakery and shout out to my friend Hannah who introduced me to them because wow spectacular number six which is sticking along with like foods and that sort of thing but is a drink and it's a flat white now I'm not a massive coffee drinker but I do love a good coffee. I try to not drink coffee at home because I think I could quite easily, it could just quite easily sneak its way into my routine, which isn't a bad thing, but I like to try and keep it more of like a, I'm going out and grabbing a coffee situation. And this over the summer, I've fallen in love with the flat white. I don't know what about, I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like, it feels like slightly more like mm, compared to a latte. I don't know. I love good old flat white. I got them with my mum um while we were in England and maybe even when we went to Antwerp actually so back in like February but I um I don't know I'm really enjoying them so try a little flat white if you've never thought to and that being said I tried a new drink the other day as well actually which um I mean a new drink it's not like anything that exciting but I have always been kind of like hesitant to trying new things in a cafe like I feel like when you find something you like you just want to get what you like because what if you order something new and you don't like it you know what I mean or at least you know there's that there's a little bit of panic there 
I am and I definitely experienced like I think part of it lingers from my eating disorder maybe a tiny bit but I am I I do have the things I like and I and I can struggle sometimes to branch out to try something new but something that I'm working on I'm trying to just like if there's something on the menu that looks appealing in that moment just like going for going for and ordering it because because why not life is too short to have the same drink every single time you go into a cafe shop cafe shop cafe um so that being said the other day I went into a little coffee shop with oh that's what it's coffee shop cafe sorry had a little brain moment there I um I went into a coffee shop with my friend Sophia and she doesn't know this actually so if she's listening this is a little inside into my mind on that day I was wanting something sweet I was wanting to try something new and I saw mocha on the menu and I'm not gonna lie it did scare me a wee bit I was a bit like mocha Kira like you don't normally get mochas you normally get your matcha or your coffee anyways I tried a mocha I went for it I ordered a mocha and it was delicious I'm not saying it's my new favorite drink but I I would I think I'd get one again it was so nice anyway so if there's a drink on a menu that you have been hesitant to trying this is again a sign to go try that new drink uh, and surprise yourself it was really nice I actually really enjoyed it and I was also a wee bit proud of myself for trying something new anyways let's move on number seven yes number seven is cooking now I I'm not a big baker but I'm also not a big cooker but recently it's a favorite of mine I'm really enjoying getting creative in the kitchen not that I'm really doing much of it I'm more sitting on Pinterest scrolling through recipes imagining myself cooking but the other day I made a dinner which was like prawn tacos which also if you know me you know that I despise fish I do not enjoy eating fish unless it's fish and chips (laughs) I don't really eat much fish I don't really like sushi anyways but I've recently been getting into prawns I've been enjoying them and so maybe a recent a current favorite is is prawns I don't know but I made these little prawn taco things and I just enjoyed it I thought it was so fun and I'm just really enjoying getting in the kitchen and that is just that's a short little favorite of mine is cooking try it if you haven't (laughs) um yeah let's move on number eight this is sharing away from food and all that stuff um but I feel like this is this next one I feel like is a lot of people's favorites um and maybe you're not surprised but it's the Vogue beauty videos recently I am obsessed same friend Sophia the two of us we we can spend hours watching those videos and then going into Sephora and just like admiring everything but I'm just right now currently love watching people's makeup routines I think it's so satisfying I think it it makes me want to do my makeup and I feel like I'm on Vogue does anyone ever do that you just like pretend that you're like in one of those Vogue like in your bathroom and you just are like looking at yourself in the mirror like talking to yourself and you just feel like you're in one of the Vogue beauty secret videos like I I go through phases of watching them and then kind of like I've watched them all and then like a couple months will go by and I'll re-watch them all as if I haven't seen them before um that's kind of the phase I'm in right now and I'm just really enjoying them and if you've never seen them I am jealous of you that you get to watch them for the first time again because 
they are they're so fun I mean obviously if you're not into makeup you probably wouldn't find it that enjoyable but I just think they're so satisfying and it's also just like a little insight into like these celebrities and I think that's oh I love that sort of thing number nine we're almost finished number nine is chill pilates and stretching I wrote down now keyword is chill because I am not a fan of HIIT workouts I don't really enjoy putting my body through that much um stress but something about doing <laughs> I mean everyone some people love HIIT workouts I just I don't get it I can't do it I get bored and I feel I just don't feel very connected with my body when I do a HIIT workout and I kind of just feel like I'm throwing myself all over the place but I could do some chill Pilates I'm, I'm loving just like stretching yoga and like that Pilates movement that's like kind of slow and painful I'm just really enjoying it and I highly recommend you check out um her name is god I'm gonna mess her name up but it's like San Sunny oh god maybe you know what maybe I'll link her in the box of this episode the little description is it called description box I know that's what it's called on YouTube I don't know what it's called on podcast but maybe I'll link her down because I'm gonna mess up her name but she has the nicest Pilates videos ever and I think to be honest though what my favorite thing is to do is just to like create my own little routine of exercises I've been introduced to like a lot of different like a vast variety of Pilates um we did Pilates when I was in Amsterdam and I see someone here in Victoria and do Pilates with her and you just kind of accumulate the exercises you like and I just like putting them together in my own little routine and I've just been really enjoying it and it's just it's such a nice way of moving my body but it not and it doesn't feel like its intention and purpose is completely different and I don't want to get like too much into talking about um exercise and things because that can go down a whole different whole different route but I recently have you know made this realization which maybe I'm a bit late to it, but it's this kind of, you know, society definitely puts exercise on this pedestal and this thing of like, you have to do it and it's changing your body, you know, blah, 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 like this whole thing. And I think what I enjoy about my Pilates is it doesn't feel like I'm trying to, I'm not doing it out of like hatred of the way I look. I'm doing it out of like respect and like, wow, I'm strong. Look at what my body can do. So I'm loving it. And that is a current favorite. My final favorite, it's a sweet one. It's um, it's a bit cheesy, but it honestly was, I was trying to think of number 10 because I could obviously get into like specific products and things I'm liking, but I don't necessarily think that's what this podcast is for. Um, But if you're interested, send me a little message. But um, I was thinking of what number 10 was and then this popped into my mind and it's, um, it's my friends. I... I love them all. You know who you are. And I think maybe the fact that I'm moving in two weeks is why it popped into my head. But I'm just so grateful for the friendships I've made. And I'm just, I'm loving hanging out with people, but really chill. And obviously, I'm kind of forced to hang out people in a relaxed environment because of my injury. I can't necessarily do too much. So it really is just like going out, grabbing a coffee or some food or just like sitting in a car and having a chat, but I'm, I'm loving it. It's my favorite way to pass some time. And I'm just really, I'm real grateful for my friends. And, and I, I messaged one of my friends last night, actually. And I was like, 
I just love you. I just love our friendship. And it's just like, it's a bit cheesy maybe, but I am, I am just really grateful and I'm, I'm just enjoying my friendships right now. And yeah, on that little note, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to some of my current favorites right now. I, um, I think I said this at the beginning, I've just missed kind of coming on here and just talking and I'm looking forward to having some guests on in the future. But right now it's just me having a good chat. Um, thank you for listening and, and yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back soon. Bye.